Do you schedule and host events in the Jewish community? Conferences, webinars, local events? Please consider adding your events to Jcast Network's newest project, the Jewish Communal Events Calendar. Don't schedule events, but know someone who does? Invite them to add their events. If we all work together, we can create another wonderful resource for the Jewish community. Visit our calendar and post your events at jcastnetwork.org slash jcbc. You are listening to The Stender with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Knopf, please visit mikeknopf.com. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This week was, or actually was, I guess, last week at this point, this last Sunday, was my daughter's first ballet recital, uh, which was a really sweet and special moment for me. Many of the parents in the room have uh, been in that situation before, been in that position before, where you get to see a three-year-old dress up in a really cute ballet outfit. Lila was a bunny. It was really adorable. I have pictures I could show anybody who wants to see them at any time after Shabbat. Uh, And it was really sweet. And I, like many parents did, I uh, was at the performance. And while I was at the performance, I took out my phone and I held it up to record the performance and watched most of the performance through the viewfinder of my phone, which is to say, watched like a smaller version and more blurry version of my daughter over the screen of my phone so that I would make sure to capture the moment for posterity because perhaps I would forget what the moment would look like or perhaps I would forget what the moment felt like or perhaps I would forget what her costume was like or perhaps I would forget the song or the dance and so I wanted to capture every moment to make sure I had it for posterity. And I looked around the room and every other parent there was holding up their cell phones and watching their child through the viewfinder as well. And after the performance was over, I clicked the red button to say that I was done with recording the performance, I put my phone away, and then I had a moment of complete sadness because I realized that I actually didn't see my daughter's first ballet recital. I recorded it, and I made sure that the recording was as good as I could possibly get it without professional equipment, but I didn't actually see it. I was so worried about what would happen in the future if I would, God forbid, forget that moment that I failed to appreciate the sweetness of it in the present, to take in how extraordinary that moment in that place in time was. I recognize that a lot of us do this whether it is holding up our phones to record moments from our children's lives, or whether it's our uh, propensity to multitask at work, or to worry about what's going to happen in an hour or in a day or next week right now, which distracts us, which moves our mind from where we are right now, and disables us from appreciating and enjoying and being happy in the moment because we are concerned about what may or may not happen in the future. Sometimes those concerns are real, and often they're imaginary. Often they're projections. 
things that we think might happen, we're worried might happen. Maybe they'll happen, maybe they won't, but we ignore the present moment, sacrificing it for the phantom we're chasing down the line. Our Torah portion this week, Parshat Emor, spends a good portion of its, uh, of, of its space talking about the Jewish holidays. And it introduces the Jewish holidays this way. It says, These are the times of God that you should call them as sacred occasions to bring different kinds of sacrifices each for its particular day. Three times in the span of a verse, talking about the sacred times on the Jewish calendar, it points out the importance, the primacy, the sacredness of each moment. Ela mo'adei Adonai. These are the moments of God. These are godly moments. This one right now. And this one right now. And this one right now. These are godly moments. Asher tikra'uotam. But you have to call them out. We have to recognize, the Torah says, those moments as sacred moments, as godly moments. And if we don't do the work of recognizing them as sacred moments, if we don't call them out as such, they pass by. They might be godly moments, but we don't recognize them as being godly moments. And only when we call them out, asher tikra'uotam, only when we call them out, then they will be sacred occasions. Only when we recognize the sacredness of that time are they sacred occasions. Devar yom biyomo, it says. Each matter should occur on its day. Not the day that happens 20 years down the line, but each matter should be observed as sacred on its day, at its time. Children, of course, are the best teachers of this wisdom, especially if you have preschoolers or children younger than that, because my daughter is at this delicious age where she doesn't know how to tell time yet. So everything for her is the present moment. And if you are ever around little kids, you know the joy that they have, the joy with which they live, and part of the joy that they have, part of the happiness that they have all the time is because each moment is a blessed moment. They're not worried too much about what's going to happen in the future because they don't really know what five minutes down the line is. Five minutes might be right now. Five minutes might be a year from now. It doesn't really matter. But right now matters. Right now I want to play with my Legos. Right now I want to climb this tree. Right now, I want a brownie. If we watch kids, kids can be teachers of this wisdom of how to enjoy and appreciate the present moment and not worry too much 
about the future sacrificing right now for later. Of course, we also recognize that there is a problem with living that way. We grow up, and part of the process of growing up is recognizing that we should delay gratification. That not everything that we want to happen right now is the right thing to happen right now. That we should enjoy some things right now, but also prepare for bad things that might happen down the line or for situations where we might need and want to be happy down the line. So we sacrifice a little bit of now for later. There's an evolutionarily good reason why we do that. Right? When our ancestors were living on the savanna, when they were evolved only to live right now, in this present moment, they died out in the winter. And so, they got a great evolutionary adaptation. Store food now. Don't eat it all right now. Don't enjoy it all right now. Store food now. That way you'll have it for the winter. And you won't starve. And so, our species evolved to be able to... It, evolution selected those in our species that knew that they should prepare now for later. So there's a tension here. Because on the one hand, there is a great sadness and pain and suffering that happens with our inability to live right now. That we worry so much about what's going to happen in the future that we sacrifice joy in the present moment. And on the other hand, we know that we can't exclusively live right now in this moment because we have to prepare on some level for what will happen down the line. And so here is, I think, the great wisdom of the Jewish tradition. It gives us Shabbat. Because comes the Jewish tradition and says, Sheshit yamim ta'avod va'asita kol melachtecha v'yom hashvi'i shavat l'adonai elohecha. Six days you should work. You must work and do all manner of labor. Don't be a hedonist. Don't only live as if there's no tomorrow because maybe there will be a tomorrow and you need to plan for it. You need to have an income. You need to have feed your family. You need to plan for the winter because there might be a tomorrow. But one day a week, stop. Slow down. Take your watch off. Don't worry so much about what's going to happen tomorrow. Don't worry so much about what you didn't accomplish in the week past. Just enjoy right now. And so the Jewish tradition offers us this rhythm. Work and rest. Work and rest. And it offers us that rhythm not only in Shabbat, but it gives us Shabbat each and every day. Because it tells us to pray three times a day, to take three moments each day. To stop. To slow down to take our thoughts that are moving in every single possible direction and let them go. Remembering that we can center ourselves in this moment and only when we center ourselves in this moment can we truly experience the joy of living. The future, they say, is a mystery. And yesterday, they say, is history. And today, right now, is a gift. And that's why they call it the present. 
We, of course, have a responsibility to make sure that we care for ourselves down the line. But let us not sacrifice later for appreciating the gifts that we have right now. And so we offer a blessing in the Jewish tradition for this moment. And I hope that you'll join with me. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Shehechianu Vikiyamanu Vihigianu Lazman Hazeh. Praised are you, Lord our God, majesty of the universe, who has kept us alive, sustained us, and brought us to this sacred moment. Amen. Let us enjoy it. Let us appreciate it. Let us rejoice in it. Shabbat Shalom.